and welcome back to another episode of Speaking Broadly. I'm joined here today by uh, James Welch Thornton, who is our Head of Data and CRM Systems. Hello, James. Hello, Zoe. Thanks for having me. Hello. So we are starting off today by talking everything CRM. Mm. Um, So shall we start off maybe by just breaking down what CRM is? Yes, um, that's probably a good starting point. (laughs) Um, I think it still confuses a lot of people as to what exactly a CRM is. It can be quite a confusing area. Um, to fully understand, but really, uh, a CRM it stands for Customer Relationship Management uh, System. Okay. It's just a platform that can be used to help manage the relationship with your existing customers. But it can also be used, particularly in our industry, for helping you find new customers. So yes. prospects, people who you're looking to hopefully convert to customers, that is a really good way of um, having a system to log all of that information. So. Yes, it's a platform for logging information about people you're dealing with, existing and potential customers. Fantastic. So should we delve into a little bit more about how you can use a CRM system to generate business? Sure. Um, So if we touch on just having it as a central database, um, as a start point, a lot of people traditionally may have used Excel spreadsheets. Um, They've systems have grown uh, massively today. There's a lot of cloud hosted software that can make things a lot easier for people. But it's really just a place for your team to be able to have sight of the individuals who you're dealing with and Mm -hmm. the companies who you're looking to work with. So that's the first step, is encouraging collaboration. Proper CRM system is one that gives you sight of all of the individuals who are dealing um, both internally within your organization, so be it your sales team, marketing team, uh, some of the other senior management members will have interactions with several individuals at prospect organizations or with existing customers. So having one system that shows you all of the information about all of that activity prevents you from crossing lines. Mm-hmm. And perhaps we've all had a case where perhaps we've called a customer <laughs> who's been called by someone else. They haven't seen a note and that, that word hasn't got around. That's just embarrassing, really, uh, more than anything. A CRM is a good place to organize communication Mm -hmm. and uh, prevent those sorts of things happening but it can be so much more than that so if we take that as a starting point Mm -hmm. having one place with all of this information um, it's really valuable information so quite often um, whenever you speak with uh, if we look at understanding new prospects so companies you're looking to work with in order to see if they would be a good fit for your business and likewise convince them that your business is a good fit for them you need to understand a little bit more about them quite often we will start with absolutely no information about them we don't know what they want therefore we can't say how we might be able to help them so capturing information that really builds a profile of individuals and exactly what they're looking for can be extremely valuable because it will then enable the sales team to be able to pick on those key points and uh, identify commonalities and and ways that we can solve problems. Absolutely. Um, So information is key. Uh, CRM being a host of all of this information is a really uh, strong tool for any salesperson and for any organization. With this information, we can start to do things. So probably the first thing I think you'd say, Zoe, when you're profiling (laughs) an organization, you need to look at contact details. Yeah, uh, you very need helpful. to know how to get in touch with them, <laughs> um, what the best method is. Um, so you'll be capturing things like phone numbers. You'll come across ones that don't work. So you very want often. to be changing yeah. them, making sure that 
anyone who's coming in after you has the correct information. Mm-hmm. And particularly in today's uh, industry, email addresses are really important. Yep. Because a lot of communication is done via email. Um, we see a trend with most digital traffic is becoming mobile first. A lot of communications are happening through email. So within any decision, you'll have lots of communication with a customer, but perhaps the first one you might have is an email. Yeah. Scheduling a chance to um, have a further call further down the line. Time is precious, absolutely. Exactly. And <laughs> what you will do is send out individual emails to um, people. You'll want to keep track of a chain of those and see which ones were responded to. And, and the latest status of where you are with a particular person. Mm-hmm. But also you might want to send out an email campaign. Over time, we come across um, individuals who have similar interests and similar needs. And with that, as, a, as an organization trying to sell, trying to identify new prospects and, and people that you could help, mm-hmm. having a group of people who might be looking at a particular message, will encourage, hopefully, your organisation to create some good material explaining why you could be useful for them. Absolutely, yeah. So you work on behalf of a number of clients. They all have a very clear idea of what they can do for people. And um, as I'm sure we've uh, seen in one of your previous podcast episodes, <laughs> we've talked about the different types of buyers within any decision pro- yep. um, process all having different ideas and it's about segmenting the content into short snippets that are going to be relevant to each person's interest. Once you've got that information in the CRM, we can quite easily segment those people. Fantastic. So we can look at people who have an economic or financial standpoint, perhaps. We see, particularly nowadays in industries, a lot of them are looking to improve their balance sheet, find ways to imp- increase their profitability. Yep. It's common across most sectors, but particularly with publicly listed companies who have to report to their shareholders. That's one of the first things they look at. So if we can come up and construct a really good, strong argument about how our services or our client services might help an organization to do that, we can send a specific message out to them through the system. We can see which people find that interesting, who's opening it, and perhaps use that as a focus for really getting to the nitty-gritty because we have may have understood that finance is an issue, but we don't know any more than that. Okay. What you would then do, I imagine, is try and really get to the bottom of the issue. Okay, why is finance an issue? Yeah. In what respect? And uh, use the knowledge of, of your clients to help get your foot in the door and... and so it's really a, a smart needs. way of thinking of, of you know, sending out all, the, all of the information and, and really reading the results that come back to use that further. Exactly. Yeah. Again, so it's having a system that, that tells you who's interested or who might be interested, mm-hmm. who is engaging with you, what are their particular requirements. And it builds a really useful portfolio for members of the sales team to know who are likely to be um, more interested prospects. Brilliant. Similarly, it gives the marketing department a good idea of what material is resonating with people. So the marketing team, uh, one of their struggles is to know what they need to be creating. Of course, yeah. What they want to send out. And they have to have an ongoing feedback loop to understand what's working, what is interesting, so that that can help guide them with future pieces of, of information. So it's really multi-purpose for, for you know, multiple departments. We can use it in sales. For growth exactly. and also marketing as well. Exactly. And other departments can too. 
But I think what we what we see, and I know David's got a video on the website that talks about this in a bit more detail, is is that divide between the sales teams Absolutely, and the marketing yep. teams. CRM is this central place that can help bring them together. So yes, they might have slightly different motives. They might be focusing on different areas. But within the CRM, that's where all of that information is captured. Mm-hmm. So it's all here in one place, but different people can look at it depending on, on what they're interested in. And touching on that point, I know there's a lot of CRM systems out there. Um, and I know you were just touching on obviously being able to use it for different things. Mm. Is there any merits or, or how would you suggest is best to kind of bespoke your CRM? Mm. Of course. You could think of it with anything, really. If you are purchasing a product or, or implementing a new process, if it's just quite generic, mm you would have to adapt what you would normally do to fit this generic criteria, which probably isn't the best because you will do things the way you do them because they are the best for you. So within an organization, a company, most strong companies have a um, really solid culture Mm -hmm. that they like to impart. Um, There's a common language that the organization drives for. It helps keep people engaged and bring them together. What I see when we are looking at companies who perhaps don't have a solid process or a structure in place so they don't have a CRM and then they want to implement one. I was reading something the other day, I think it was in Gartner. Most CRM implementations between the numbers vary between about 50 and 70% of them actually don't get taken up how they perhaps should have done. Um, So the expectations, it's very high because they buy an off the shelf version. Okay. And the language is generic. What we can do with a bespoke platform is change the language a bit to fit the company's culture. So if you have warm, hot, cold leads that you want to be converting into customers and that's your language, then that makes sense to you. But actually, if you don't like that language, if you don't really want to um, treat people as leads, you want to call them something else like prospects, um, you don't just categorize them as warm, hot and cold, you have varying degrees of qualification that you might need to go through. We can change the language, so we can change the number of stages there are before you ultimately convert them into a client. We can adjust the language that fits the company's culture, and it just helps a new system particularly. It helps it to be integrated and embedded within a new organization because the first thing you'll face with anything new is resistance. Yep. <laughs> resistance from Nobody the likes change. <laughs> exactly. From If the people who are going to be needing to use the system don't buy into it and don't use it, essentially it is useless yep. if they're not using it correctly. So a bespoke platform is one that is uh, tailored to an organization based upon the key processes that they need to go through uh, that matches the language and therefore gets the sales team and all of the other individuals who are going to be using the system, it gets them engaged and helps increase the chances of it being a successful move and um, ultimately a, a one that can have all these benefits of increasing productivity and giving real insight into your customers and your prospects rather than just perhaps one that that hasn't been tailored to you uh, so is generic and people don't buy into. Makes total sense really. It does. (laughs) So in summary what would you perhaps say are some of the 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 steps or the roles that you need to have a successful CRM or platform? You need to ensure engagement from all of the people who are going to use it. So step one would be to get rid of the clutter segmented out as we were touching upon earlier the marketing team want to be thinking about the content that they push out the sales team want to be just 
understanding what their buyers are going to be interested in so that they can use that in their conversations. Mm -hmm. So there's a slight difference there. Yep. So there's no need necessarily for the sales team to be cluttered by the marketing team's language on their section okay. where they're building information about um, open rates and statistics that help them guide their strategy. Yep. It's probably not going to be of much use to the sales team. However, knowing the individuals that have opened and engaged with emails and knowing exactly what it is that they are likely to be interested in is an extremely valuable tool. So whilst all the information is in one place, mm -hmm. it's providing different access to different people so that they only see what is useful and relevant to them. Okay. And again, it comes back to just engaging them and making sure that the CRM is seen as a tool that they can use and will help benefit their job yep. rather than a hindrance to their job and a set of extra tasks and boxes that they have to tick um, when really actually it should be a tool and a really useful weapon for them to help each person do their job to the best of their ability. So Absolutely. we've touched on the sales team and the marketing team, any other department as well, depending on the type of system that you've got. You might have finance elements embedded in there. So it's just creating uh, sections that are relevant to the individual's role and to their need. Mm -hmm. And ultimately what this will then do is ensure that all of those departments are using the system correctly. And it's quite often management who instill the CRM they want to see the top line figures. Yep. They want to see the activity across the board. Mm -hmm. So if everybody is using the system correctly, then the management can just see the headline figures of okay. how it is operating and how it is working. And so by segmenting each of the processes and, and elements and features of the platform, uh, it helps ensure that the management can see what they need to be seeing in terms of outputs and um, identify that that the team is all doing their job correctly and it's going to be a really successful implementation for them. Fantastic. So thanks again for joining us uh, for speaking broadly. Thank you very much, James, for talking us all the way through our CRM Not systems. Thank you. Hopefully everyone else has learned as much as me and join us again for our next podcast. <laughs>